Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. My message today is entitled, The Pathway to Victory. The Pathway to Victory. I want to share with you very briefly this morning, and we're going to have some time of prayer and praise. I want to share with you how we can gain the victory over the battles that we face in our life. We all have battles. Amen. You, you have your battles, and I have my battles. We all have our battles. Everyone has battles. You may have walked in this morning and you're in the middle of a battle. You might be in the warfare this morning. It might be a battle of a temptation in your life. It could be the battle with sin. It could be the battle with some kind of hurt that's taken place in your life. It could be a battle with bitterness because of something that's happened. It could be the battle of sickness. It might be a battle with fear. There's a lot of people battling fear today. It could be a battle with addictions could be a battle with depression. It could be a battle with discouragement. Here's my point. Every soldier that's in the army of God, we are going to all have our battles. Every one of us are going to have our battles. Every one of us. And here's the question that needs to be answered this morning. The question is, what will our battle plan be when we're battling just to survive? What is going to be our battle plan when the enemy suddenly comes and he attacks us? What will our battle plan be? Well, today I want to share with you a major battle that took place against God's people that they faced in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20. If you have your Bible, go ahead and turn there now, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Now, I'm not going to be able to read the whole chapter to you because we wouldn't have time today. So guess what? You got homework again this week. You got homework. Now, when we get around Thanksgiving, I'll give you a little break. I won't send you home with homework. But today you got homework, and that's to read the whole chapter of chapter 20 in Second Chronicles. Please read it. But let me just set it up here because I'm going to be sharing some different verses, and my heart is to make sure that I keep it in the context that it needs to be in so we can apply this word to our life today. Second Chronicles chapter 20. There's an invasion going on. I want you just to think about what's going on here and what's going on today. There's an invasion going on. There's an invasion of three evil nations that are coming against King Jehoshaphat and God's people. And in this invasion by this this evil military, these three nations that are coming against God's people, they have one goal in mind, and that is to annihilate God's people and ultimately pull them out of the territory that belongs to them. So we see here in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, It says this, after this, the the Moabites and the Ammonites and with them some of the Midianites came against Jehoshaphat for battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, a great multitude is coming against you from Edom and beyond the sea. And behold, they are in Hazazon, Tamar, that is in in Gedi. Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. 
And Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord. From all the cities of Judah, the people came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? You rule over the kingdoms of the nations. In your hand are power and might, so that none is able to withstand you. And then go down to verse 9 as we read, And Jehoshaphat and the people of God are praying. And here's part of their prayer in verse 9. If disaster comes upon us, the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we will stand before the house and before you. For your name is in this house and cry out to you in our affliction. And you will hear and you will save. And then we go over to verse 12. And it's a continuation here of this prayer. And Jehoshaphat says, Oh, our God, will you not execute judgment on them? Talking about the evil nations invading them. Oh, God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. Listen to this. We do, know, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Hallelujah. You know what? When you're at a place in your life and you don't know what to do, guess what? That's a battle. That's a battle. But we have to keep our eyes on the Lord. And then in verse 15, while they're praying, the Holy Spirit comes and, and, and uh, fills this man named Jehazel. And, and he speaks, and he's speaking the word of God. And God is speaking through him. And he says to this, to all the people as they're praying, Listen, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde. For the battle is not yours, but God's. The battle is not yours, but God's. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word that is living and powerful. I pray right now your word, God, will just touch the hearts and the hearts of people would burn right now as the word of God is preached. God, I need your anointing. Anoint me. Anoint the people that are here today. Anoint the people that are watching through the live stream. We pray, God, just a mighty move of your spirit right now would fill each and every one of us and all for your glory. God, right now, please, Lord, crucify my flesh that I no longer live, but it be you living through me as my faith is in you to help me. Please help me, God, and help your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we see here in this passage, as I just read to you out of Second Chronicles chapter 20, that war had been declared on King Jehoshaphat and war had been declared on God's people, this nation. The enemy, like I said, had one goal in mind, and that one goal was to seek, to kill and destroy. And that's what the enemy wanted to do to God's people and to King Jehoshaphat, to wipe them off and remove them out of the territory that God had said belonged to them. And so there's this invasion of these evil armies that are coming in and attacking God's people. And I love what verse 3 says. It says in verse 3 that King Jehoshaphat, he received word from these men who came to him and gave him this report. It wasn't the report that he was hoping for. It was something completely opposite. And the report was, you're going to be attacked. And there's three evil militaries, three evil nations coming out for you. And verse 3 says, King Jehoshaphat was afraid. Don't you think, friend, that our human tendency is when we receive news that we don't expect or when we go through things and we don't know what to do, our first inclination is to, is to have fear in our life? Come on. 
we go through that time where uh, we face these battles and we can become fearful. We can go through battles in our life and we can become discouraged, just like this king here, King Jehoshaphat. We can go through battles in our life and and we can start to, to hit the panic button and it can happen to all good soldiers. I don't care who you are. I don't care how long you've been serving the Lord. I don't care if you glow in the dark, you're so close to the Lord. It doesn't matter. If you're a soldier in God's army, you can be tempted to cave in to fear. All of us can. Fear tries to creep in. Worry tries to creep in. Doubt tries to creep in. So what do we do? What do we do when we have three uh, armies, mass armies of evil attacking us? What do we do? What do we do? What is the pathway to victory when we have battles in our life? What's the pathway when Jehoshaphat says, Lord, we don't know what to do? What is the pathway to get victory in those battles. Well, I want you to notice the very first thing that Jehoshaphat does. He turns to God in faith. He turns to God in faith. Yes, he, was, he had a tendency to, to be afraid. He had a tendency to be fearful. But instead of succumbing to the fear and letting that fear feed him and living in that fearful war, uh, world, he, he turns and he turns to God. He turns to God in faith, friend. And, he, and the Bible says that Hosaphat, he sets his face to seek the Lord. And so he turns to God. And not only does Jehoshaphat turn to God, but he encourages all of God's people. Look, don't succumb to the fear. You need to turn to God in faith. And he tells them to turn to God. And he not only tells them to turn to God, but he says, believe in him, believe in him. He says, believe him. If you read your homework this week, you're going to see, he says, believe in God and he will help us to succeed. And so we need to trust God and have faith in God. That's what good soldiers do. Listen, if you're a good soldier in the army of God, that's what you do. When you're facing things and you don't know what to do and you're facing battles in your life, you need to turn to almighty God in faith. So I want to remind you this morning in light of everything that may be going on in your life personally and in light of what's going on in our nation today, don't forget that no matter what crisis we face, no matter what battle we face, no matter what enemy comes against us, we can have faith today that God is going to guide us. We can have faith in God that he's going to help us. We can have faith in God that he's going to protect us. We can have faith in God that he's going to deliver us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So Jehoshaphat tells us the very first thing that you need to do if you want to find this pathway to victory in your life over the battles that you're facing is turn to God. Turn to God in faith. You can turn to God in faith because He's sovereign. Turn to God in faith because, guess what? He's still in control. Turn to God because He's still helping us. Turn to God because He's still fighting for us. Turn to God because He's a God who can make a way. Turn to God, turn to God. Don't succumb to the fear. Don't succumb to the deception and the lies. Don't succumb to it. Turn to God. Turn to God. Turn to God in faith because that's the very first step in victory over any battle, over any darkness is to turn to God in faith. I hope you've made that decision today to turn to God in faith. Come on, friend. We're God's people. We belong to God. He is sovereign. He is in control. Don't, don't, don't succumb to the fear. Turn to him today and put your faith in him. I love what King Jehoshaphat did next. As the enemies were invading the land, the king started calling on God in a wartime prayer. You know, there's a difference between a wartime prayer and a patty cake prayer. Wartime prayers, you get desperate, friend. 
You begin to cry out to God. And that's what Jehoshaphat did. He, he cried out. He called the people of Judah. And guess what he called them to do? He called them to start praying and to start fasting. And God's people began to seek him in prayer. And they began to pray and they began to fast. And, and as they did, they had faith in God. They knew God would help them and they knew God would hear them. And that's what we need to do, friend. When we encounter these battles in our life, you can have an assurance today and you can have a hope today knowing that God hears our prayers and God will help us. He will help us. So if you're facing a battle today, whether it's a battle at home, a battle at work, or or wherever the battle may be, you can cry out to God in prayer and God will fight for you and God will deliver you and God will bring the victory. Do you believe that today? Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want you to notice something here, very powerful about this wartime prayer that Jehoshaphat prays. Notice this prayer. Jehoshaphat prays and he gives the battle to God. Here's what he says. He says, in your hand, God, in your hand. There's a battle before us, there's an invasion coming, but in your hand, God, in your hand, God, in your hand are power and might and nobody can stand against you. You know what he was saying? He was saying, give it to God. He said, give the battle to God. You know what? Just put it in his hands. And that's what we have to do today, friend. Well, it doesn't matter the battle. You just have to give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord today. Give it to the Lord. Give your battle to God. And put it in His hands. What is it that you need to put in God's hands today? Stop fighting and let God fight your battle for you. Put it in God's hands. That's what we're going to do, right? Can you hear the desperation in this man's prayer? Can you hear the desperation in the people? He says, listen, we have no power. We have no power to face. Do you ever feel powerless? And that's how he felt. We're powerless to face this vast army that's attacking us. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Here's a man that's pleading with the Lord and begging the Lord to come and demonstrate his power and demonstrate his might. How many of you have ever been there before where you've just been desperate and pleading for God to show up? Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need you. You. I'm weak right now. I have no power, but I need you because the battle keeps raging. It's one battle after another battle. Help me, Lord, before I'm destroyed. Help me, Lord, before I'm defeated. Help me, Lord, before I give up. Help me, Lord, before I give in. Lord, I'm desperate. I need you to come and I need you to help me, please, Lord. How I many of you have been there before? You've been there for your family. You've been there for your children, battling, battling, praying, seeking God, battling for this nation. When you cry out in prayer like that in desperation, the Bible says that God will hear you and God will help you. Listen to what Psalm 34, 17 says. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them and he delivers them from all their troubles. Not some troubles, but he delivers them from all their troubles. The righteous cry out. And the Lord hears them. Friend, we need to keep crying out. Do you hear me? God's people need to keep crying out. The righteous need to continue to cry out. That's the key. That's the key to the Lord hearing our prayer. Crying about the battle is not going to help. Complaining about the battle is not going to help. Fussing about the battle is not going to help. Getting cake and ice cream and having a pity party about the battle is not going to help. 
Blaming this one for the battle is not going to help. Blaming that one for the battle is not going to help. The only thing that's going to make a difference is when you begin to cry out in desperation and say, Lord, I need you. Come. I'm weak. I'm powerless. I need you to come and help me right now. Prayer. A desperation prayer. A wartime prayer. And that's what they did. The pathway to victory is calling on God in prayer. And let me encourage you right now. I want to stop. I know for 10 days we were praying and fasting. And I'm asking you as your pastor, as you feel led of the Lord, that you would continue to pray for our nation. You would continue to fast. If the Lord's telling you to fast, you fast. I'm telling you right now, friend, we are in spiritual warfare, and this is not a time to hit neutral and go back up. This is a time to go forward and call on the Lord and believe God to show up and hear us and deliver us from all our troubles. Come on, church. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love verse 9. It gets good around verse 9. Verse 9, they're still praying. They're still praying. And I love the prayer. Man, I can just see it right now. I can see a crowd of us standing right now. If disaster comes upon us, if the sword comes upon us, if judgment comes upon us, if pestilence comes upon us, if famine comes upon us, guess what? We're still going to stand. We're going to stand before this house and before you for your name is in this house and we're going to cry out to you in our affliction and you're going to hear us and you're going to save us. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. What God's people were saying was this, that whatever happens, we win. Whatever happens, we win. We win because God is on our side. We win because we belong to Jesus. Hallelujah. We win because the righteous are never forsaken. We win because God is greater than anything that we're ever going to face in our life. Guess what? We win. We win. We win. We win. Hallelujah. We win. We win. Hallelujah. The good soldier who fights the good fight wins. Yes, there's going to be some battles. And there's going to be some wounds. And there's going to be some scars. But in the end, we win, we win, we win. Thanks be to God for the victory that He gives us through the Lord Jesus Christ. Friend, if you have Jesus in your heart and you know Him as Lord and Savior, guess what? You win, you win, you win. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Aren't you thankful that we win? Not because of who we are. Because we're weak and powerless, but because of who Jesus is and what he did through the cross at Calvary. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 12, just walking along here. Jehoshaphat declares in this prayer how powerless against this great army of evil he is that's coming against them. He says, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. Have you ever been there before where you didn't know what to do? Come on. Man, I don't know what to do. But he says, my eyes are on you. Friend, listen to me this morning. I'm telling you, please, keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Not on the battle. Not on the battle. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Not on the enemy. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't keep your eyes on man. Man comes and goes. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on Jesus and not yourself. 
Because guess what, friend? Just like Jehoshaphat, we're weak, we're powerless. We can do nothing. We can do nothing to stand against any enemy that's in front of us. That's why we need the Lord in our life. Paul says this, that God's power is made perfect in our weaknesses. He says, I can do all things through who? Christ, who gives me the strength. If you're going to fight this battle and have a victory, you need to rely completely on the Lord to do the fighting for you. Oh, I could stop there and park right now. But I'm not going to meddle today. The Lord told me to be nice today. (laughs) You know, I'm just messing I want you to get this right here. In verse 14, something very powerful happens. They're they're praising the Lord. They're praying. They're they're, they're praying and calling on God. I mean, they're, they're acknowledging that, God, we can't do anything against these enemies that are coming against us. We are powerless. We're weak. And while they're praying, the Spirit of the Lord comes. The Holy Spirit comes in and touches Jehaziel and he begins to speak and he, and he begins, the Lord begins to work in his life and it reminds me, listen friend, that we're in the battle. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by the Spirit of God, says the Lord. And if we're going to see victory come, if we're going to see deliverance come, if we're going to see an awakening come, if we're going to see a revival come in this land, it's not going to be because of what we try to do. It's going to be the Spirit of the Lord moving in these last days and we need the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, come, come Holy Spirit. Touch every one of us. He said, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. That's what we need is the spirit of God to be poured out on all flesh. My God, help us. I want you to notice God's response. Verse 15. The spirit of the Lord came upon this man and he began to speak the words of God. And here's what he said. God spoke and said, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. At the great army, for the battle is not yours but God's. And if you keep reading, here's what else God says. You listen to this. God said, stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Stand firm, hold your position. This is not time to become weak and fall down. It's time to stand firm and you'll walk with the Lord and hold your position and see the salvation of the Lord. God help us. That's a word for you and me today. I know it is. Every one of us in here today, I know we got this long list of things that's battling for our peace and battling for our, our minds. These things that rage against us, this enemy that comes at us. But let me remind you today that nothing can overrule and nothing can overthrow God and His plan. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And my word for you today from the Lord says, stand firm. Stand firm, church, stand firm. Stand firm. Church is not for cowards. He says, be courageous. Stand firm and be courageous. Stand firm. Stand firm in your personal battle today. Stand firm for your family. Stand firm for your uh, community. Stand firm for your nation. Stand firm for the truth. Stand firm for these little babies. Stand firm. And hold your position. Hold your position. What is that position? 
Stand firm and hold the position of love. Hold the position of truth. Hold the position of hope. Hold the position of peace. Hold that position today of unity. Hold that position today of faith. Listen, stand firm. Hold your position and see the salvation of the Lord. God, take this word and encourage people today. I'm almost done. I want you to notice something that happens here when God, when God started speaking, God's people started praising. When God started speaking and giving them the word, when God spoke to them and said, listen, here's what I want you to do. Don't you be afraid. Don't you, don't you give in to that world of fear. Don't you be dismayed. Here's what you're to do. He commands us in his word what to do. What am I to do, God? Here's what you to do when you don't know what to do. You stand firm. You hold your position. And you just keep watching God work. Glory to God. And when God started speaking, God's people started praising. Verses 18 and 19 tells us that God's people all fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And then when they, were, when they fell down worshiping the Lord, then another group stood up and they were praising God with a very loud voice. Now they were the ones that really could sing. That was Pastor Kevin and Miss Amy that got up and started singing. I was still face down down there just worshiping. But there was two groups and there's one group that's worshiping God and then another group arises and they begin to praise the Lord with a loud voice and it just reminds us today, that's how we fight our battles, friend. That's how we fight our battles. We worship the Lord. We praise the Lord. We lift our hands. We lift our hearts. We lift our voices to God and we give Him praise for who He is because guess what? He's greater than anything that you will ever face in your life, friend. I know it may seem like a lot right now. I know it may feel like a lot, but in comparison to what we get to look forward to, it's nothing, friend. It's nothing. Keep praising Him. Keep worshiping Him today. I want you to notice here, they were praising God while the enemy was still coming after them. See, sometimes we just want to give up praising when the enemy's coming. Oh, it's over with now. The enemy's here. We're done. There's three. We're surrounded. But they keep praising God. They keep praising God. They keep praising God. They keep praising the Lord. And we have to sometimes, church, we got to praise the Lord before the battle ever even starts. And we can do that today. We can do that because we know God is a God of great power. We can praise God before the battle because guess what? The battle's not ours to fight. He says it's God's. God's going to fight for you. God's going to protect you. God's going to help you. God's going to be the one to bring the victory. I'm just so encouraged here because these people here are surrounded. I mean, it looks like it's over. And instead of worrying, they start worshiping. Instead of panicking, they start praising. Hallelujah. They were praising God in the chaos. They were praising God in the crisis. Have you ever tried that? It helps. I want you to just know that it helps. When the crisis comes, when the chaos comes, when you're surrounded and you're going through the battle, sometimes, friends, instead of panicking and worrying, you just got to keep worshiping and keep praising. And that's what they did here. Surrounded by evil. Surrounded by darkness. Surrounded by an enemy. But what did they do? They kept praising and they kept worshiping the Lord. <laughs> and the victory came the victory came what a powerful lesson for all of us today that praise is crucial if we're going to have victories in the battles that we're going through in our life you can apply that to where you are right now in the battles in your own life and you can apply it to where we are today as God's people and this nation that praise is crucial for us having victory
Not pouting, but praising. Mm. Lord just gave me that one. Thank you, Jesus. And when they were praising, listen to this. You're going to do it this week. You're going to read it. You're going to see it. When they were praising God, the Bible says that God ambushed their enemies. <laughs> they didn't even see it coming. Here they are, and they think, oh, we got them. We're surrounded them. They're all going down. We're getting ready to annihilate them and pull them out of this territory. And the Bible says, while the people of God were praising, God ambushed the enemy. Oh, glory. You got some enemies that need to be ambushed. Don't raise your hand yet. Let God do it. Let God do it. <laughs> he ambushed them. The Bible says that these three armies, they, they ended up getting confused and they turned on themselves. God confused them. They turned on themselves and, and they ended up battling each other and they ended up destroying each other. They ended up destroying each other. And while they were destroying each other, the people of God were worshiping the Lord and the Bible says that they went out to this watchtower and some of them climbed up in this watchtower and they were looking down there in that valley where these armies were coming and invading God's people and what they saw was they watched God bring the victory for them. Right there they, with their own eyes. He says, he says, stand firm and hold a position and see the salvation of the Lord. And they were in that watchtower and they were seeing the salvation of the Lord. They watched God bring the victory right there. The Bible says that all the enemy, they were laying there dead. And not only were they dead, but all their supplies were laying there in that area there in that valley. And the people of God... They had won the victory through what God had done for them and they went down there to that valley and they realized that the enemy was dead and not only was he dead, but there was a, an abundance of provision. In other words, God made a way and God supplied all their needs, reminding us that God can do far above what we could ever even think or imagine. Listen, friend, if God's going to do anything, he's not going to do it the way we think he's going to do it. He's going to work in a way that's going to bring him all the glory and all the praise. Hallelujah. And they're down there. Oh, hallelujah. They're down there and, they're, and they're, they're in that valley and they're looking at the enemy that's been destroyed and they're looking at all of this abundance of supplies. And on that day, God's people named that valley the Valley of Blessing. The Valley of Blessing. It reminds me that the Valley of Battle, God can turn it into a Valley of Blessing. Come on. What was meant for evil, God can turn it into good. You may be here today and you're going through a, a, a valley of battle, but I'm not just saying this to give you some Christian lingo slogan. I'm telling you this because I really believe it. If you walked in here today with a battle, God can take that valley of battle and he can turn it into a valley of blessing. He might not do it the way you like it, but God can do it for his glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a word for somebody today. God wants to take your ba uh, battle and turn it into a blessing. Lord, how are you going to do it? I don't know. But my eyes are going to stay on you, Jesus. I don't know what you're going to do. But my eyes are going to stay on you, Jesus. And I know you're going to take my battle and you're going to turn it into a blessing. God can do it for you. You know why? Because God's fighting for you. Watch God bring the victory. 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 <laughs> Jesus brother, sister if you'll come and let me ask you this morning are you in a battle are you going through a battle today 
Maybe you're in a battle today. Maybe the devil's been attacking your mind. Maybe he's trying to pull you into that world of fear. Maybe he's trying to destroy you. I want to encourage you today. I want to tell you what the pathway to victory is. Turn to God in faith right now. Listen to me. Don't, don't, don't turn to the fear. Don't turn to the doubt. Don't turn to the deceit. Don't turn to the, the game that's being played. Whatever it is, the devil's trying to scheme around you and in your mind. Don't, don't turn to that. Turn to God. Turn to God. Put your faith in Him. Get in the Word of God. Stay in the Word of God. Focus on God. Put your faith in God. And then begin to call on God in prayer like you never have before. Are you really praying? Are you really desperate? Is there a wartime prayer beating in your chest that God, I'm in a battle, we're in a battle, and we need you? We need you? Lord, we're weak, we're powerless, and without you we can do nothing. Father God, come and help us. Help us. Help my family. I'm battling for them. Pull that man out of that heroin addiction. I'm battling for him. Save them, Lord, out of that lifestyle of sin. Lord, I'm battling for them, Lord. Please, God. You know, today is, I got two brothers, they're twins. And they have turned and run as far away from God as they can run. And today's their birthday. You know what, Lord, let the day be a new birth for them, a new birthday for them, God. Would you save them, Lord? Save them, Lord. Save them. Save them, Lord. Please. Touch their hearts. God, go in that place and save them. Maybe you got family like that today. Maybe you got a battle like that going on today. Call on God in prayer. And praise God in the battle. I'm not going to lose hope. I'm going to keep worshiping. I'm going to keep praising God. Friend, as much as he has done for me and where he has brought me from, he is going to get my praise. It may be a sacrifice sometimes, but let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise him. I'm not in I'm not in a grave somewhere yet. I'm not dead. I'm not, I didn't go to prison. He saw me there in that place where I almost lost everything and He saved me. He pulled me out of that place and He took those chains off of my life and He's done it for so many people in here, friend. All of you, really, if you're saved because He took the chains of sin off of you and gave you a freedom. And I will praise Him. I will praise Him. Nobody's going to be able to censor these lips. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And you watch God bring the victory. God, take my battles today. (laughs) Oh, King Jehoshaphat said, I'm taking it. I'm putting it into your hands, God. I'm putting it into your hands. I'm putting it into your hands. Some of you need to take your battles today and put it in God's hands. Can we do that? Would you stand with me right now, please? Before we go any further, 
I want you to know whoever you are here today and you've showed up and you've been battling with sin, I want to tell you, you, you need Jesus Christ. You need Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can forgive you of your sins. He's the only one that can save you. Friend, we need Jesus because there's a battle with sin. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. What can you do to inherit the kingdom of God? Jesus said you must be born again. Have you been born again? Today can be a new birthday for you spiritually. Whoever you are, whoever you are, He can save you, but you must come to the cross where He gave His life for you. And you must surrender your life to Him and invite Him in and ask Him to forgive you of your sins and then make a decision today that you're going to follow Him. Everyone who confesses with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and believes in their heart that God raised Him from the dead, you too shall be saved. Listen to me, Jesus. What are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? Please hear me, whoever you are in this place online. I don't care. Hear me today. What are you waiting on? Give your life to Jesus. So he can conquer that sin and destroy it. You can become a new creature in Christ Jesus and you can begin to become a soldier, a good soldier fighting the good fight in the army of God. Would you bow your heads, please? No one looking around. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, speak to hearts. Speak to hearts. Holy Spirit, right now, May every heart here that's apart from you, away from you, may they just feel a a loving conviction come upon them knowing that they're being spoken to today by you, God. And they need to surrender. They need to surrender. If you're here today, friend, and you know that there's a battle with sin and you're ready to surrender your life to Jesus right there where you are, just say, that's me. Lift your hand. I need Jesus. Lift it. Come on. Lift your hand where I can see it. Lift it. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. You can just pray right now, Father, I am a sinner. And I need you to come and save me from my sin. Forgive me of my sins. And I thank you for sending Jesus to do that on the cross. And today I place my faith in Jesus Christ. Forgive me, Lord. Cleanse me. Make me new. And I surrender all to you today. I'm making a decision right now, right now, right here on this Sunday. That I'm no longer going to try to fight this battle anymore. God, you're going to fight it for me because I belong to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If you prayed that prayer, I want you to let me know a little bit later. Anybody here in this church. So we can rejoice with you. Let me ask you one question. Nobody looking around. If you showed up today and there's a battle going on in your life, would you just lift your hand right now? Would you lift your hand? God bless you, sir. All hands going up all over the place. There's a battle going on right now. We fight our battles by turning to you right now, Father God. Lord, I pray, God, for every brother and sister that are gathered here today. God, I pray right now, God, that you would just, God, help them, Lord, just to depend on you, God. Not be afraid, not be dismayed. For this is not your fight, but a fight for God. And God's fighting that battle for you. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, 
that we would stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. Hold your position. Hold your position. And see the salvation of the Lord. Lord, help us. We're going to watch you bring the victory, God, in our own life, in our personal battles. We're going to see you, God, overcome and bring us through. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we're going to see our loved ones. We're going to see them saved. We're going to see them set free. We're going to see them healed. We're going to see them delivered, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, I pray right now. God, God, thank you for the pathway to victory. That pathway leads straight to the cross. And God, we thank you for the cross. We thank you, Lord, for what you did for us. That you demonstrated your love for us. That even while we were yet sinners, you died for us. Thanks be to God who gives us victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Friend, put your trust in Christ today. Lord, help meet the needs of everyone here. May you turn some battles into blessings in the name of Jesus. I declare right now, may battles be turned into blessings. God, do it for your glory. Do it for your honor. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus. Come on, church. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's give him a big shout and a big hand clap. Hallelujah. 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 Listen, you be blessed. You be encouraged. You stand firm. You hold your position. And you see the salvation of the Lord. And we're going to see testimonies going to come forth. This altar is open for anybody who needs prayer. We would love to pray for you. You be encouraged. And you just walk in love and hold your position. Love, peace, truth, hope. And let the Lord lead you and guide you. May God bless you. Continue to praise Him. Praise Him, friend. Praise Him in the Bible. May God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.